um last time last time we were on this fair recording um i really and i, I know you say it doesn't matter but i really goofed up on yeah. what episode number this was oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> so last time i said when we were doing the wolfman which was our part six monsters universal i said welcome to episode 69 yeah and that was so wrong and yes. this is all because I split our uh, 2023 horror wrap up into oh, two episodes. Yes. So I was one ahead. So um, last episode was episode 70, actually. We had yes. a, I guess that's a milestone. I don't. I mean, if we were married, it would be. <laughs> yeah, what, what, uh, 70th wedding. 70. And silver. Is it silver? It's platinum. We've gone, we gone platinum, baby. Nice. We've gone platinum. We've, we've beaten the emerald, diamond, and blue sapphire. Yeah. Beautiful. And then what? when we get to 75, we'll be... Oh, there's no 75. 80th, 80th is oak. So we're kind of going down a bit. Yeah, because <laughs> is isn't like two wood. Uh, No, two... Yeah. Oh, so, oh, sorry, here. Fifth is wood. Fifth, oh, second's cotton, yeah. I knew the yeah. wood was an earlier one. Paper, cotton, leather, fruit or flowers, wood, but then we come back to wood. <laughs> just just a specific wood. Yeah. Eight, so. I guess oak because it's so old. It'll be old. Yeah, yeah. old and... Decrepit yeah. and... Well, <laughs> I was thinking more sort of solid and... <laughs> Oh, that no, because like old that's... old wood gets really fucking hard, doesn't it? No, we we we're like we're like a pine tree that's just been left to rot and not really looked after. Ninetieth <laughs> is stone, apparently. What's a bad? What's a really poor analogy for us that relates to stone? I mean, something like pumice. <laughs> just rubbing just rubbing skin off feet yeah <laughs> yeah that's us that's us that's this podcast this podcast is always is, is nothing like a a nice gemstone this is a, a pumice stone that you rub yeah. on your old lady's foot yeah yeah well, on that note we passed our uh our lovely um platinum anniversary and we're moving on to our 80th oak anniversary with today's episode, episode 71 of the Dragcast. Woo! Welcome back. I am Tom. It's lovely Aiden. Hello. I don't, know, I don't know why I wooed there. We're not woo people. We're not really woo people. Um, we're not. We're, we're, that's for the that's for the real cheesy podcasts. Mm. Hey guys, welcome back to the oh. Dragcast. Pew, 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 pew. Smashy and nicey vibes. Yes, smashy and nicey. What great mates we are. Yes, smashy and nicey. Stop each other. <laughs> Um, yeah, episode 71. I'm going to get this right. I know you say it doesn't matter, but I'm still going to continue it. I'm I mean, still you know, going to get it. In the scheme of things, it doesn't matter. But also, it, matter. it would be nice to get it, it right <laughs> once it, in a while. It don't matter. It don't matter. It don't really matter. It don't really matter. Don't really matter. Don't have a bit of stolen content there. <laughs> um, yes, welcome back. And um, today, today's going to be a bit different. Today's going to be a bit different, but fun. Yeah. It's still horror related, but it's, it's going to be fun. It is fun horror um, related. Before we get into anything, anything juicy, um, thank you to anyone who's checked out last week's episode, The Wolfman, our part six, like I said, of Monster Universal series. Yes. It's been doing very well on YouTube. Thank you for everyone that's checked it out, giving it a like, giving it a thumbs up, giving it all that. I think that's the same thing, actually. Um, 
you know share it with your share it with all your that, mates all that jazz. posted it around on the socials exactly yeah yeah because uh we are coming to the end nearly of that series and um what's coming what's coming up again are, we've, we've been talking about this for the last couple of weeks what's coming up again after our after monsters universal series? we've finished the monsters universal we are and he's reaching for it now folks we have <laughs> films from the raven-sized coffin well done you got we it can... right until we can right. think of a snappier title for for that, <laughs> we're not going to think of a snappier title, are we? It is just going to be, it's going to be that the 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 lid creaks like that Alan Partridge episode. The lid creaks up. <laughs> yes, it's an extender. <laughs> um, yeah, the 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 raven-sized coffin horror tombola, spectacular. Yes, yes, spectacular. Uh, where there are numerous um, topics or categories, if you will, mm-hmm. um, scattered inside the Raven Tombola, we have. Uh, when the time comes around to it, we've already done it. We pick we two of them. Done. We pick two of them, and we then have to go and find a film related to two of those categories slash topics. Yes. And so we did have first draw. We have, and we got, and I have it written. I did have it written on a scrap of paper. I don't know where that went. Um, it was. Less than 80 minutes with Nightmare in the title. So The worst the two, picks. They, they were, it, was, it was a rough combination. It was a rough combination. But with a slight bending of the rules on your part, which, you know, judges allowed, ruling says okay. Um, mainly because it's a film I think we both want to watch as well. Yes. Uh, we have managed to pick. We have managed to find two films. That we have that indeed. And... Yeah, we'll we'll give them a we'll give them a view, and see which ones which one we like best, and which one was good, and which one wasn't, and that will be a new series. So the the aim of it, I think, as we have said before, is to to focus on the lower end of the oh yeah the lower echelon the, the market the the yes. bottom of the barrel. Um, so, for so. instance, if one of them is, which does have, uh, one of the categories in the box is Massacre in the title, mm-hmm. there's not a chance in hell we're going to pick, in my opinion, anything from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre oh, no. series. No, no, no. Maybe if the... we hadn't done it, part four. <laughs> Maybe, but I also think, and we just this is going to be a thing where I think we're just going to be constantly evolving the rules and moving oh, yeah, the goalposts yeah, it's gonna change. Oh, it's going to change every time, yeah. But I think... The franchise itself is too big and too well respected. Agreed, agreed. Despite the, regardless of the quality of the actual films. Yep. I think we, you know, like, because for example, all right, the timing didn't quite fit, but Nightmare on Elm Street franchise would have been a, an obvious pick for the Nightmare in the title. Exactly. But regardless of the quality of the sequels of the films, the franchise itself is too well known, too big. We're looking yep. for yep. those, yeah, those. Budget bargain bin, ninety nine p. Um, straight to video DVD. S- straight to video. Yeah. Back of the v- VOD library. Anything you R- rip off, yeah. sort of. Uh, you, you page twenty four of Amazon Prime B movie stuff. Yeah. Um. So it's going to be fun because we're going to see some absolute trash. <laughs> you mean gems? I mean, gems. you know, diamonds in the rough. Could there be. We go. We could that's find a, well, uh, I mean, what better for us? <laughs> that's, that's it. For us, that's pumice the, stones. Over here. That's the vibe. Pumice stones in the bath. <laughs> that's what we. That's what we're aiming for. What we're after. <laughs> um, 
by the way, speaking of Texas Chainsaw, I have something that we need to quickly. Uh, yeah, where we need to talk about be. that in a minute. But yes, um, so that will be coming in the next month, I f- month yeah, and a half I think maybe. We've got, we've got two more Universals, haven't we? So it's yeah. going to be the next sort of but, yeah. three weeks. We we'll just keep reiterating this every episode to keep reminding you guys out there. Um, you folks at home, join along. See if you can find any films that. Uh, yeah. And send them on in. To, the, the, oh, the, send them on into that's a great one. Send them on into the email address. There we go. The email which address, is um, dreadcastpodcast at gmail.com. I forgot them for a second what it was. I don't believe that. I don't believe podcast that. at gmail.com. You were just catching yes. your breath. That was all. <laughs> <laughs> and not frantically racking my brain. <laughs> but yes, if you can find a if you if you think you've got a good film that has Nightmare in the title and is 80 minutes or less. Send them on in. Send your recommendations in. And you know what? I was thinking the other day, you have any films you want us to cover on this podcast, send them on in as well. Oh, yeah, definitely. We've always said that. If you've got yeah. anything that you want us to see. past ep- Some past episodes we've done have been uh, listener, viewer recommendations. They have indeed. Oh, um, yeah. What was the, the last one? Um, Maximum the, uh, Overdrive. It was, yes. Maximum Overdrive was uh, suggested by uh, Retro Sesh. Yep. Who is uh, Mike? Who is not going by Retro Sesh anymore? I forget. He's had a, a few rebrands, and I can't quite remember what he's going as at the minute. He's doing. He does car stuff, doesn't he? Does a listener of the show. Things. A listener of the show. <laughs> yes, friend of the podcast. Thank you very much. <laughs> so um, yes, that is the update on the uh, Raven-sized coffin horror tombola. Still yet to have an official name, but yes, we have. This is why we have so much. This is why we have so much time. This is why we yeah. planned it early. Mm-hmm. So we'll keep talking about it every week. And, uh, and also send in a name if you have a name for the just send actually it. yeah yeah in there fact, you go in fact help us out <laughs> if you've got a name for this please help us out and send it into the dreadcast podcast at gmail.com please I mean, thank it's, you it's gonna stay as being yeah raven size coffin horror tomball spectacular or something um, <laughs> it'll vary slightly as we remember what can't remember what we said previously please and thank please and thank you yeah, um it'll be good so, a uh, few little nit- tidbits to uh, get into before we get into today's episode. Um, watched, uh, just randomly, watched Scream 3 last night. Uh, oh, yeah. The worst one of the, the franchise. Oh, worse than that and Scream 6. I, uh, but I had no idea. It's a Scream 3 anniversary as well. 24 years ago, came yeah. out. And there's also another anniversary. One of your favourites. I, uh, actual favourites? or uh, No, no, not actual fa- Of course not actual favourites. <laughs> I, I go on because I think I've seen it, but it's the twenty third anniversary of Valentine. Oh, Valentine! Oh, that yeah, well, that is an actual favorite, of course. Twenty. Yeah. What's what's twenty third? What's the twenty third anniversary? Well, it it states here. Um, it came out in April. <laughs> Weird. It came out in April uh, in the UK, two thousand one, but it came out uh, during February in the US. So yeah, twenty third anniversary. I don't have the exact date. But uh, yeah, just I just wanted to bring that to the table because I know you, you know, you're you're you, you no, I'm not going to put this all on you. We're a huge fan of the Valentine franchise here. We on, enjoyed uh, it immensely. Of the franchise, of the <laughs> <laughs> still waiting on that sequel <laughs> any day now. <laughs> um, but the real uh, bit of news I wanted to bring to the table, which you're aware of, is there are rumblings. There are rumors, there is speculation, there is talk of a brand new Texas Chainsaw Massacre film yeah. uh, in production or pre-production or, or talks or what have you. Um, yeah, um, 
No. Just no. Just, just no, stop. leave it alone. Um, <sighs> now, I saw, I think this, I think it was actually your tweet that I saw. Um, it may have been. Which, by the way, you can follow on the underscore dreadcast at Twitter slash X. Nice. Yeah. Uh, and it was suggesting that, like, a, a a potential plot was something about, like, a, a rich oh. neighborhood. Yeah, I don't know something. how legit that is, though. I No, I don't. But it got me thinking, surely now is the time for the Texas Chainsaw Massacre to go to space. <laughs> I mean, we talked about that uh, <laughs> two episodes ago, I think. So, yeah. yeah. I'm down for that. I'd be, how? How do you pitch it? How do you do it? Oh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre in space. Does it get frozen? Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I'm sure whatever they come up with will be great. Um, Are you sure? How, no. How <laughs> would they end up in space? Uh, I mean, penal colony? Asylum? M- the moon asylum? <laughs> So the thing is, I, I it's hard to it's really hard to take this sort of news, rumors, speculation seriously when it's coming from a website called geekvibesnation.com. Not bad mouth the nation, dude. Geek Vibes Nation. <laughs> um Yeah. What well, well, so they they're saying here, um Movie Insider, Daniel RPK has dropped some news on his Patreon account, blah, 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 about a new Texas Chainsaw Massacre franchise titled Texas, oh my God, Texas Chainsaw Legacy. It could only get worse as a t- if the title was called Texas Chainsaw Legacy Redemption or Re- Resurgence. Yeah. You know, one of the ones that the Resident Evil franchise used. Um, And yeah, here we go. So the details for the film are as follows. Uh, allegedly again yeah. this is all very much taken with a pinch of salt texas chainsaw legacy delves into the tranquil facade of oasis oaks a gated community nestled in rural texas amid the meticulously manicured lawns and vigilant security patrols our protagonist family epitomizes these are some big words going on here <laughs> epitomizes suburban bliss However, lurking just beyond the confines of this idyllic enclave lies an abandoned property, home to the infamous Leatherface and his macabre kin. As chaos descends upon Oasis Oaks, ordinary families are pitted against the savage Sawyers in... Okay, so they're they're calling the Sawyers in harrowing battle for survival, where the lines between good and evil blur... The lines between good and evil... So, but, but on, <laughs> I mean, okay, if they're meant to give the impression that the fancy pantsy rich people living in this community are evil, also but potentially having, evil because yeah. of their ways, is it the Sawyer their... family rich cousins? Is that what it's going to be? And or they is try, it... It's like they're trying to give the notion that these rich people are evil in their ways, like, oh, they're, they're, yeah, but then you've got the evil of the Sawyers coming in, and we meant to, it's like Saw X. Are we meant yeah, to now be on the... Yeah, we're going to be rooting for them. Um, but yeah. how did they end up in this rich community? Is it like Beverly Hillbillies? Did they strike oil on their farm and Roughly. pack up? 
with you've got, Leatherface on a rocking chair on the top of the pile of furniture on the pickup. And, <laughs> you've and got the, the Sawyer house here and then this apartment complex the other side and they've of just the built a, They've yeah. just built a gator community around their house. It's like, <laughs> like that, that news report that always went around of like, I think it was in China, of this family didn't want to sell their house. So mm-hmm. their house stayed, but the community got built around their house. Yeah. Um, Latest film in the franchise released in 2022. Uh, Netflix, despite a 31% critic score on Rotten Tomatoes, that's too high. The film was number two on Netflix with 29 million hours watched um, because we've got those people on Twitter that love this film, apparently. Oh, God, yeah. Some strange people out there. Um, no additional details for the movie has been revealed at this time because I don't believe this. I, I believe, yes, there will be a new film. Because yeah. these franchises need to keep going. Mm-hmm. I don't believe this, though. No. It's, um, well, that's it. There'll be the, It's the, the kernel of truth in the rest of it, yeah. isn't it? The, the, there's rumblings of another sequel, another movie. Presumably, it'll follow on from that one. Yeah, if it's yeah, if it will follow on from the Netflix one. Because at the end of the Netflix one, in the credits scene, there, well, there was a post-credits scene uh, where he arrives back at his house. Yeah. Um, just... I mean, there's the Reddit post here that has, in our horror, in in the horror subreddit, the subreddit post is about it being a rumor. And some of the comments, the first comment is, let's take it to space. (laughs) Give us us leather space. Leather space. That sounds like a specialist clothing website, doesn't it? I smell a crossover sequel, leather space versus Jason X versus the Leprechaun. Maybe sprinkle in some xenomorphs too. Um, the title the title legacy kind of puts me off. I hope it's done by someone who loves the seventy four film. I tech I think TCM needs to stay in a decade of the seventies. Couldn't agree more. Um, it's just something about a crazy hick cannibalistic gray robin family in the middle of nowhere in Texas. It just fits the seventies. It, it does. It does, and it's got that thing with because it's pre internet and pre social media yes, and all of that sort exactly. of stuff that uh, people you know people thought. Again, people thought it was real. People thought the Texas Chainsaw yeah. Massacre was based on a... I mean, all right, it was based on... A loose, story yeah, and loosely. stuff loosely. But they were... I remember reading articles and, and things about it and people were sort of, you know... People swearing that their cousin... Their cousin's mate's sister worked at the asylum that Leatherface yeah. ended up in and, you know, he was, he was medicated and he ended up being all right. And it was like people, you know, because... It it was it had that um, that advantage of yeah not being you know all over the internet and dissected at the time that people thought that it was based on some sort of genuine true story um, and now it ends up being bastardized because he becomes a horror icon so yeah. how can we use him in another Texas Chainsaw film and just use the 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 imagery of him and the title to mm-hmm. make some money. I mean, um, it's Exorcist Believer, isn't it? Oh, we'll, yeah, it's what's yeah, that's all it is. We'll we'll just shoehorn in that, and we don't really need to think about the plot because the weight is, the weight of it is that it's Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and we don't actually need to do any more work beyond that. Um, yeah. Speaking of sequels, another oh, little yeah. bit of oh, yeah. newsy oh, yeah. news. Oh, yeah, what you got there? What you got? What you got the uh, official poster art and title reveal for Beetlejuice Two. Um, has come out recently. Hey, don't don't know how hey, you feel about this one. Uh, I I I, I don't. And do you want to know why? <laughs> Go on. 
Because I never saw Beetlejuice 1. What? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I love, it's one of my favorite films. Sorry, are you walking away from the podcast now? Oh, that's it. I quit. You've done a um, year. You've done a year. You're out <laughs> of the game now. Well, I think I've got... A, I think I know what I'm going to pick for something. Oh, yeah. Fine. I'm fine with that. I'm fine. Um, so, I, I don't know how I feel about this sequel, to be quite honest. I'm kind of interested in it. Yep. I'm, I, I like Michael Keaton's performance as Mr. Juice. I like... Um, Mr. B. Juice. You know, I like the, the, the very sort of Tim Burton weirdness of... Yep. The OG, it's, as I say, it's one of my favourite films. Watch it a lot as a kid. Still watch it fairly regularly now. Um, yeah, me too. Don't know if it needs a sequel. They've got as much of the original cast returning as they can get, so that's good. And Tim Burton's directing again, so that's good. But, you know, sequels generally, and particularly late, late sequels. Yeah, leaving them too long. Mm. Yeah. Don't know. Don't know how I feel about it. But given that the title is Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, you you know about you know about saying his name three times. Yeah, what, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm calling it now that they will definitely do a th- third, just so they can use the the three Beetlejuice title. It was you that tweeted that. I was just was about me. to say. I thought <laughs> yeah. I saw someone on Twitter say, "Oh, what a good idea would be to uh, call it Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice." I mean, I'm not saying uh, it was I, mean, I suppose it is a good idea, but I I'm think just, I think it's good, and I'm not just definitely will blowing smoke up your ass. I think it's good because it plays with, um, plays with what happens in the film. The, yeah. How many times do you have to say Candyman? Um, is that is it five? five? I think that's fine. Five, five sequels to the Candyman, 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 Candyman. Oh, what, oh, what are you going to see? What are you going to see tonight? At the cinema. I'm going to see Candyman, 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 Candyman. Yeah. <laughs> Candyman to the power four. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best uh, yeah. one. <laughs> a lot of people don't like it, but you know. <laughs> um what would it be? It'd be Candyman squared. Yeah, cubed. I Cube. don't know what I don't know how you say I don't, it. I don't know how that would work. <laughs> I don't know how you I don't know. I think it's just to the power of, isn't it? After after cubed. Yeah. Any mathematicians listening, get in touch. Let us know. Send them into the Dragon gmail.com. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I, I'd be down for checking it out. It's definitely, it's not one that I've avoided ever. Watching. I'm going to watch it's it. It's just, just a film I've never watched before, basically. So I do like, and I do like the poster art, which is the, um, it's Beetlejuice's hands holding the little sort of Yeah, what is tape. that? That, it's a reference to, in the original movie, there's like, the, the afterlife is like a whole sort of office bureaucracy type thing. And there's a waiting room with a bunch of, dead people and they're all you know what there's a guy with like a clone cop stuck in his throat he's choked to death there's a guy with yeah. like a shark on his leg that was killed in a shark attack so they're all sort of like represented represented by how they died um and yeah there's a there's a little ticket machine for people waiting their turn and beetlejuice um it's like the end of the film he has a ridiculously long number it's like nine yeah. million something or other so it's a little it's a little reference to that. I'm assuming that's American date format. So Yeah. Well they the, put the month before the day. It's the sixth of September twenty four. So it's coming out this September, not this June. What is wrong with you, Americans? What is wrong? <laughs> that's the whole other episode. Well, we I haven't mean got time to go into that. We haven't got time so, for that. But um 
the it goes you, look days go into months months go into it, years it's a logical progression isn't it it is a logical progression what what wait what happens when you've got um the 2nd of february i mean that's the same thing either way right mhm but yeah why why would you not put the day f- it's fine they're wrong it's fine okay <laughs> they're wrong <laughs> But no, I would be I'd be very much up for watching Beetlejuice because like I said, it's not a film I went out of my way to avoid. Mm-hmm. Just never got around to watching. Yeah, not going into it. It's um, it, it's a good I mean, you know, it's it's Tim Burton it is very best. The aesthetic of it's great. Michael Keaton's performance is great. It's got it's funny. It's it's just it's just a great movie. I love it. Big fan. Big fan of Beetlejuice. Okay. Want, yeah. So I do so yeah, I do want to see more. I am I am curious about this i'm interested um but yeah there's there's a slight bit of reservation just because it's been such a long time yeah but i think this i think it's been in you know like pre-production hell for a long time i think this is something it has surfaced and gone away and resurfaced and gone away for for a well i mean since the first one i can't remember just it's it's one one of those films that so many times over the years you'd see on social media a what ended up being a fake movie poster yeah and saying beetlejuice 2 rumors are, uh in production and mm-hmm. you know it's not true until it comes from say the studio tim burton or maybe michael keaton or like winona right one of the yeah. top class then you know it's true because you you're so, you're led into so much false hope that the films like these are coming out mm-hmm. or in being made people believe it like well that that poster art is based on a fan version poster art from oh, years really? and years ago. Yeah, oh, yeah, no. where he had that actual number, and it was like, "Oh, it's it's my turn on my turn next or whatever." Right. Um, so they've they have actually. I mean, I'm hoping the guy or gal or whoever made that fan art got credited, um, but it does look like they've based the actual official poster on that fan art, which is pretty cool. Right though, so as I said, at the to- as I said at the beginning of the episode, a little bit different today. Or as you can see from the title, you already know what you're listening to. But sure. if 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 you've fallen into this podcast as a surprise, someone's <laughs> someone's um, lured you into a podcast, random <laughs> podcast episode, and you have no idea what you're listening to. Well, do we have a surprise for you today? Yeah, it is horror related, but it's it's of the fun. I don't, I don't have a fun for everyone sort of horror related this is something that everyone can enjoy you know we talk about horror films i wouldn't advise this to someone i wouldn't get, i wouldn't recommend this to someone yeah. this is something everyone can enjoy for hopefully yeah i think so so i am large this was your well, great idea yeah was it it was i <laughs> know i'm giving you credit this was your idea this is your good idea well um, um, I just, I like, cause, well, I was thinking about doing some more, because horror and comedy go hand in hand in a lot they of do. ways. They and do. It's, it's a big sort of subgenre of, of its own. Like, there are plenty of big, popular horror comedy movies out there, Shaun of the Dead and um, Tucker and Dale vs. Evil. And there's, Return, a, there's Return a, of the Living Dead. 
Return of the Living Dead, yeah, we've already touched upon sort of... And a lot of, a lot of sequels as well, arguably Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2's got a little bit more horror. Yeah, than, uh, yeah, A little yeah, bit yeah. more comedy than horror in there. So, yeah, and obviously the Nightmare sequels, Freddy became a one-line quipping caricature hey, comedian of himself, you know. So horror and comedy has always gone hand in hand. And we, we like a parody here at the Dreadcast. We do. And particularly, we are both... I think it's fair to say, pretty big Simpsons fans. Damn it, my, where's my crusty? <laughs> oh, my crusty's not here. Um, but yeah, I, I was a lot of Simpsons stuff scattered around yeah. this, this room. Yeah, huge. I mean, the thing with the, the thing, the genius with the Simpsons, I find, is that to a lot of people, I think especially a generation above us, uh, uh, fuck it, boomers or older, Mm-hmm. may see the simpsons as it's just a cartoon yeah okay but it's so much more than that it's it's a clever sitcom oh, masquerade yeah. just masquerading just under a cartoon disguise uh-huh. like and we a lot of people see a cartoon oh it's for kids it's like there's a lot of really hidden jokes in some of the peak episodes of simpsons that oh, are yeah, yeah. not made for kids in a way not made yeah, for definitely. the audience of like a south park audience but they're they're clever yeah it's not quite it's not it's not Certainly not South Park. It's certainly not going that far, but no. it's definitely that sort of you know kids have got the appeal of you know it's cartoon people running around doing yeah. silly things, but then a lot of the writing is certainly aimed at more and more mature audience. Yeah, you know, and not because it's you know rude jokes or risque or anything like that necessarily. Although there is a smattering of that, mm. um, but it's it's clever writing. It's adult yeah adult humor in the sense that you know it's clever jokes that's probably that are probably gonna go over a lot of kids heads it's very um i say it's i mean later series maybe not so much depending on how you feel about that it's it's a very different show these days mm-hmm. and i think one one point i actually noted down which i i've always thought but really noted uh, i could see from the f- first episode we're going to be talking about we're going to talk about two episodes today um is the animation and art style the animation and art style and the, and and the, the the drawings and the design a lot of it is elongated and not so crisp and clean yeah like nowadays where it looks like it's been drawn on like illustrator or which it everything probably is has, so neat the... and crisp and the shadows are crisp mm-hmm. and i don't know it, it it, it look it's too neat it's too still, neat yeah nowadays. it's too neat now you still feel and i think the big the big problem that a lot of people have is the writing isn't it a lot of the i mean the writing nothing will be peak between season three and ten and i think that is the consensus with the simpsons yeah. season three and ten are gold mm-hmm. personally six to nine those seasons six to nine are near enough perfect yeah. season eight is my f- favorite season um of all time Episodes are in season eight. You only moved twice. Yeah. Okay. Fair I enough. mean, come on. Yeah. Say no more. Come That's on. Probably the best episode. Hank Scorpio. Yeah. The the single use character that's probably had the biggest. Impact. If you want to know where to get a hammock, you watch that episode. Okay. <laughs> hammocks are us. Ever seen a man say goodbye to a shoe? <laughs> get the hell out of here. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, oh, uh, yeah, we don't really need to describe to you in too much more detail about what The Simpsons is. Yeah, in case I think you don't know what know The Simpsons is. What The Simpsons <laughs> is. Um, so if, but if you don't, um, since 
Series two, I think, is the first mm-hmm. episode, isn't it? Since series two, uh, this they've done a Halloween special that has uh, later. I think it was just the Halloween special in the first episode, but very quickly became known as the Treehouse Treehouse of Horror episode. Indeed, and we're up to thirty-five seasons of The Simpsons now. Um, there isn't 34. a Treehouse of Horror thirty. Is it thirty-four? Yeah, but I think they did it every year from season two. Oh, from series two, yeah, yeah. Which is annoying because you're like you're thirty five seasons, but we got thirty four. Yeah. Yeah. So we're still we're still waiting on a a Treehouse of Horror thirty five, but there is a yeah one to thirty four. So we thought it'd be fun to visit them because they all have a couple of parodies of actual horror films, famous franchises, older stuff, new stuff. Um, There's original content in there as well, and. I've always thought that they were standout episodes for me, I think, because I like... most part, yeah. I like to see how The Simpsons tackle these, you know, sort of famous icons of horror, and they have done some iconic ones. As we go through, we'll see their version of Nightmare on Elm Street and It and Paranormal Activity, uh, The Shining, uh, you know, uh, The Exorcist. The the, the Shining. The shinning. <laughs> You've got but, the shin. <laughs> well, they, uh, it, like I said, we, we, I personally haven't followed The Simpsons for a long time. Not, not I, like episode by episode basis. But from what I've seen with, with the promotional art for the, the more modern te- the Treehouse of Horrors, they seem to fall more into parodies of more pop culture shows or yep. films mm-hmm. rather than focusing on just parodying horror alone. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's fair to say. But, I think yeah, that's yeah. fair to say. I, and, I, and why not? We, you, in a business sense, you're trying to gain more of an audience, trying to get mm-hmm. the clicks, trying to get the views, and why would they not? So, fine. Yeah. It's it's not for us. Um, no. But as as I say, as Simpsons fans and horror fans, this seems like uh, a, a, a no-brainer, really. Let's let's look at some Treehouse of Horror episodes. Some let's look at all. Well, of we're gonna them. look at all. Yeah, we're gonna look yeah. at all of them. Not today. We're gonna go through uh, Treehouse of Horror one and Treehouse of Horror two. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna we're gonna split it up to two episodes per Treehouse of Horror episode. So yeah. you've got plenty more to come. And I guess this new series for the Dreadcast. Yeah, it is. So we got like, like we said a few episodes ago, we got brand new stuff coming for you, and this is one of them. It's a debut episode. So Treehouse of Horror one season two episode three, mm-hmm. first one. Um, I forgot. I thought this one went straight into it. Was just basically free shorts. Oh, okay. But they, 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 they do do the disclaimer at the beginning. We get the warning with Marge, from Marge, yeah. which acts as a dis. It actually, it's a gag, but it it does act as a disclaimer. Yeah. Because, like I said, like this, the show is seen as a cartoon for most, but for you know, this is an episode that does show blood, in a way, and violence. Mm-hmm. But it's given, it's come across in a comical way, but it still shows blood, and this would have been shown maybe mid evening. Yeah, so yeah. they they kind of have to get a disclaimer in there anyway, I, but it still works as a gag. They do. I mean, it still works as a gag, and as we see in as we will see in later episodes, it's it gets abandoned because basically nobody's listening to Marge. No, still of course watching not. It and stuff. It's also a nod to I think Hitchcock Hitchcock yes. films. Um, yeah had these introductions didn't one of our universal uh, did. Frankenstein, movies frankenstein i believe was it frankenstein yeah yeah i believe it. introductory 
thing as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you know, and that's the thing as we'll say is um, where there may be one of the shorts will be focusing on a particular horror movie or property. There's it's the Simpsons, so there's still lots of little gags and references yeah. to other things, and um, so yeah, that's a nice. We get that little introduction, um, which is unusual for it being a what do they call it a cold or a cold open? Is that what they call it when there's something before the credits? Uh, yeah, I believe it is. Yeah, which but, is but unusual some, for the something Simpsons. before before the what you're expecting, mm-hmm. I guess, for the episode. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's kind of a cold open. Oh, it's before um, the. I mean, this is before the titles. This is before the title sequence. Oh, you're right. It is before. Yeah, the title mm-hmm. crawl of the Treehouse of Horror. Now yeah. that that they did keep for, I want to say five or six of them. It, you know, the the title yeah. of Treehouse of Horror one, two, three, coming out of the the graveyard, and then the mm-hmm. camera panning through the graveyard with some gags. They kept that for a few more, which we'll see yeah. as we go on. And then they, they obviously changed it. Um, I think one of my my favorite opening um opening to a treehouse was later on where bart is going through like an art gallery showing you each painting oh, and then the, yeah, the yeah, painting yeah. the paintings are of the story which yeah can't wait, can't wait to get to those ones can't wait so they have yeah so as well as as well as the little marge introduction then we have a framing device for how these yeah stories are, are presented so in the first episode it's the kids uh bart and lisa are in the tr- in the treehouse in the garden telling scary stories it's halloween um Halloween night. Homer is dressed as a ghost for the bay. He's been trick or treating himself. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I think he's he sort of says like, "Oh, I want to see what the kids are up to," and then realizes they're telling stories, and he's outside listening to them, getting progressively more scared yeah. as the episode goes on. Um, yeah, that's our wraparound in theory. That's, that's our wraparound. V- yeah. That's our VHS film style wraparound. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think. I, Again, we'll see as we go on, but from memory, I think they lose that wraparound device in some of the in the later ones. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, like like we said, a lot of a lot of modern, probably from the last fifteen years or so, very vague memory up to the point of no memory of them. Mm-hmm. But I go back to the the one that I remember the most: the Bart going through the art gallery. Yeah. That is the opening disclaimer plus wraparound. Yeah. So they, they mixed and matched in different episodes. Um, but it's like this one and the next episode, actually, the wraparound is a, somewhat of a story itself. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, the first episode is the, the kids telling the telling ghost stories, telling scary stories. And mm. the second episode is they're all having nightmares. Each, yeah. each mem- well, three of the family members are having nightmares. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then we, we say we get the bar in the gallery. But I can't remember many other ones after that. Um, and I think yeah, I think it's... I was looking through this in advance, and I think I've I can definitely say for certain I've seen eleven. Okay. Of uh, I've seen eleven of them. Um, maybe bits of some of the ones after that. Uh, but yeah, there are some some of the later ones, like in the the late twenties and episode thirty and stuff beyond that. I've definitely not seen at all. Um, so it's going to be fun to to go through them and and see what I've missed, as well as I agree, as as well as catching up with ones that I have seen because this first episode has the short that I immediately think of, or one of the shorts I immediately think of when I think of Treehouse of Horror, and it's the 
the third one, the Raven. I'm glad you said that because I had in my notes. Do you know what I had in my notes for the third one? Uh, not not overly familiar personally with Alan Poe's work. Me neither. Aiden, Aiden will be good covering this one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be honest, I'm not. I, my my familiarity with Edgar Allan Poe's work is this. Is oh, there, the there we go. Thank you. Version yeah. <laughs> of. <laughs> um, and I think and Poe pops up in another Simpsons episode with the diorama. Um, yes, the Telltale Heart, the where Telltale Lisa. Heart. Uh, no, um, Allison, the new girl at school, yeah, who's who I believe is voiced by Winona Ryder. Um, oh, I think is she? she's voiced by Winona Ryder. I might be wrong. Um, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna... She, she she's making a box diorama of the Telltale Heart and has like yeah. a she's only eight and has like a working mechanism in it that shows where the heart is beeping. Um, yeah, it's great. Um, she's a she's an overachiever, yeah. Recently, and yeah, Lisa's and jealous. yeah, she's Lisa's rival. Lisa's jealous because yeah, Man, she's suddenly not need, the smartest girl. I have been wanting to start our Simpsons podcast for so goddamn long, <laughs> where we go from episode one on every episode is each episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was Winona Ryder. It was. Um, so. It's certainly in the first episode. Uh, she she has a couple of reappearances, um, yeah. voiced by somebody uh, different actresses, but. Yeah, it was Winona Ryder in that first appearance. So, um, should we get through the stories then? The Let's do tree, it. Yeah, the yeah. first Treehouse of Horror, episode one, uh, Treehouse of Horror one, season two, episode three. Um, the first story that I can't remember who says it. Is it Lisa's story? Because Lisa and Bart tell stories to each other in the treehouse. Yes, I think I'm this is sure Lisa's story. Um, oh no, no, it's Bart. Is it? I thought that Bart like poo poo's it oh. after. Oh, I, I, it's one of them. It's one of them. And it's called Bad Dream House. Bad Dream House. Which is basically a influences from Amityville Horror and Poltergeist. Yeah. Uh, your Haunted big, House. The big two. Although, mm. what the, the, what struck me, obviously, immediately is that, yeah, it's Amityville slash Poltergeist. Yeah. The house itself is neither. It no. looks more like the uh, house from Psycho. It looks more like Norman Bates' house than it does. I thought e- that. either the um, uh, either the Amityville house or certainly the Poltergeist house, which is just like a suburban uh, standard one, isn't it? So yeah, I think so. I, I'm guessing that's deliberate. I'm guessing that's another little like. I would nod. assume. That is deliberate, more so because the Bates house, the look of it, feels more I can. I mean, the, the Amityville house is quite iconic in horror, mm-hmm. but I think the Bates house has more has more leverage on that, looks-wise, for a, a horror yeah. house, you know. Yeah, yeah. and it, But it's not, I mean, it's not a definite copy, because I think the Simpsons do a Psycho parody as well. Oh, they? they have a no. Well, it's a it's a throwaway gag um, with uh, Principal Skinner looking out the window. Oh, there's Mother now. Oh, she's watching me, and that's I the Psycho House. I absolutely love Skinner's like <laughs> Vietnam flashbacks. Or oh, oh there, there, there's Mother now. What's, <laughs> yeah. what's that, Mother? Well, I have a right to be here. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's the Psycho reference, and that is definitely a copy of the the Psycho House. So. The the one in Bad Dream House is not a copy of it, but it has more. It looks more like that than it does the Amityville House. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> yeah. So, um, a couple of notes I took here. It's it's basically it's a very simple story. Um. Oh, also, we should I shouldn't have to say this. Okay. 
The Simpsons is, is is quite popular if you're not familiar with The Simpsons, okay? And <laughs> I would have thought anyone listening to this has seen this or knows about how Treehouse of Horror works. Every story in these Treehouse of Horror episodes are not canon. They are just in another timeline no. made up stories yep. that feature characters from the show basically mm-hmm. so the simpsons have bought this new house moved into it but there it's haunted basically and yep. there's a voice a voice that they can all hear telling them to get out that that is very very simple very simple all these stories are very simple because they're they're quick um a few points i took um it was a motivated seller and all i could think there was lionel hutt's um <laughs> as the estate agent going motivated seller because this house really reminded me of that the the murder house from the that, actual that, murder house episode yeah it looks like it from the inside where <laughs> the purple the, uh, drapes yeah <laughs> the one marge sells to ned yeah. uh there was the murder house um, it does look a lot like that it does actually. doesn't it yeah, yeah. um so it's a motivated seller rip phil hartman love you phil hartman <laughs> um so throughout the episode, weird things start happening. They all start to hear this voice saying, get out, get out. Marge finds um, a portal in the kitchen. <laughs> there's blood dripping from the kitchen units, which needs a woman's touch, apparently. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's also a very subtle little thing where Bart's unpacking a, ba- a box of books, and every time he puts one on the pile, yep. it just like floats back in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, did you catch as well the um, the mover? You know the mo- when they're moving into the house, the mover. Um, oh no, I didn't. Spo- voiced by James L. Jones, who features oh, really? who features a lot in this episode. I the whole not, episode. I did not pick that up. No, he he, awesome. he he narrates the Raven. Yeah, and he is the voice of the cook in. Um, the second story with Kang and Kodo. Oh, oh, what do they call? I can't remember the pre- his name now. Something the, pre- the preparer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, s- <laughs> yeah. It begins with S, but yeah, he um, they got their money's worth for James Earl Jones in this episode. Um, so I mean, yeah. as you would, if you're you getting yeah. James Earl Jones and get get your money's worth out of him, that's fair enough. Oh, he's, he's featured a lot in the Simpsons in general. He's, he's done a lot of um, cameos. Uh, so yeah, it's a very very straightforward story. Um, of this the house just does not want them there and will do and does anything it can to get them out on, on top of turning them all on themselves yeah so yeah we have a, a <laughs> scene where they they get lisa lisa the butcher knife. the butcher knife <laughs> which is just in the i'm so glad table. you out of all of them you picked that one because i noted that one down that she just whips out this butcher knife. <laughs> yeah um so yeah, we have this sequence where they're all the, 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 all the family are gathering weapons and uh, and stalking each other, and then Marge appears, and it just the, her sort of sequence with the knife is because she's been making a sandwich. Yeah. in the kitchen. I think Homer's got an axe. Um, Homer's got an axe. I think Maggie's got a cleaver. Oh, Bart's got a cleaver. Yeah, Maggie's um, following him. Maggie's following him. <laughs> she's just got. She, she, he also has a. She's in the crib with her head just rotated. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Um. There's also a bit, a uh, bit before this where Homer, uh, when they find out the house, oh no, the house, they they see the house has got the, they discover the house has got the Indian burial ground in the basement, <laughs> and he rings the estate agent, say, "You didn't tell me there was an Indian burial <laughs> yeah. ground." Well, that's not my <laughs> recollection. <laughs> Apparently, he mentioned it six times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So they're about to try and kill each other, and they're in like a circle, and Marge is just well enough. Had yep. enough and basically has a go at the house and the house wants to just uh have a think over think about this 
see if he can live with the Simpsons in the house. That's it. They go outside to let the house have a little think, a little thinking over. House is like, peace out. And I'm out of it. I can't yeah. live with them. I can't That's live that. with this. <laughs> That's where the poltergeist reference yeah. comes in. The house just it, yeah packs up and implodes in on itself as it does in at the end of poltergeist. And uh, yeah, Lisa comments that I was chose <laughs> to destroy itself rather than spend any time, any more time with them. Which uh, I I can't remember if she signs it off now. Which you've you've got to find a little insulting or something like that. Yeah, it's, yeah. Um, what's great is that this is this story may have been seven minutes long, maybe seven, I didn't time it seven eight minutes long because it's twenty like minutes. So uh-huh. it it's such a simple story for the first story of a Treehouse of Horror really simple but it packs mm-hmm. so many great one-liners little tidbits that are funny it's great it's just a little short story you could just watch on its own and it works yeah i've I yeah, personally yeah. out of all three this is probably the best one out of all three of these short stories in my opinion this is the best one um, in, in personal opinion um, not saying i think i like um i think i like the raven just a little okay. bit more okay but um it's, it's second. It'll be second. The 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 second tale, Hungry of the Damned, is probably my least favorite. Yeah, it's the weakest. Um, it's uh, we are we moving straight on to that, or have you got any more to say about? I mean, I have. I, it's, like I said, it's a very sim- house. very simple story. Uh, mm. Bad Dream House. Um, I don't have much more to say on it. As I say it finishes like Poltergeist. It has. I think I don't Amityville. I guess I haven't. I've only seen Amityville once. Uh, one once and it was a long mm-hmm. time ago i'm not mm-hmm. i don't have a very good memory of it is the only amityville aspect the, the voice or them or it turning people against each other it's the house being haunted and a bad influence yeah because that's the original story isn't it that the the guy killed his family and claimed that that's it a, a ghost made him do it or something to that effect or he was possessed possessed by an evil ent- entity in the house yeah um, yeah, I mean, I must admit, generally, I didn't take a lot of notes on this because I think I've seen these, certainly these earlier ones, like a lot yeah. over the years, and I think yeah. it was maybe just more of a a refresher. Um, but yeah, it, it's it is you're right. It's a good start. It's a, it's a nice, simple story. Uh, it's got those classic sort of gags i mean like say the the phone the phone call with homer and the yeah, the yeah, stage yeah. And it's just brilliant. <laughs> um so yeah but the next the next one is uh hungry are the damned which uh is a parody of a twilight zone episode apparently yes which that features that's a big staple for treehouse of horror as well among yeah. among parodying horror films in general twilight zone is yeah. up there Twilight Zone comes a lot, which I don't, I haven't seen a lot of Twilight Zone episodes. I, I don't know if it really ever got an airing over here. I've seen a couple, thoroughly enjoyed them, and it's just been one of those things that I've said, I, well, I'll get to that. I really want to get to yeah. that because they're great short stories, mm-hmm. and I just never got around to it. Yeah, I mean, but I, I could say the the original, I mean, the original is like from the fif- 50s and 60s, isn't it? The original yeah oh uh, yeah they're in black and white twilight zone and then they had i mean the uh, the fame the most famous one the william shatner and the plain yeah. one which we will get to because that is we a later, will get uh, to. that is a later <laughs> episode. um 
Uh, yeah, but I don't have much experience with uh, the Twilight Zone generally. But we have uh, we have this is based on an episode called uh, "To Serve Man." Um, yeah. So this opens with uh, Homer preparing the they're preparing a barbecue, and we have the gag with the lighter fluid, which I just love. Homer squirting like it's a classic fluid. it's an absolute classic In, into the grill into the grill a bit more and then he stops and there's a drip and then he squeezes it really hard and i think that gets used again in it another does episode doesn't it i believe it's lisa the vegetarian mm-hmm. is it lisa the vegetarian where he's prepping the grill um uh, because possibly. he's yeah um he's serving the burgers and then brings out the pig so big, yeah. to begin with he's serving the burgers on the grill um, it's a great gag. It's a great gag. It is a great gag. I love because it. it what, the, the, what's more specifically, the I think the better part of that gag in this one, it, it, it he lights in. It's like a nuclear bomb, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, we get the, the better version of this gag is the least the vegetarian where he lights it. It's like he's squinting, puts a match in. It's like a little flame. After all <laughs> that lighter fluid going in, it's just like a. Well, I guess I, I guess that's a callback, isn't it? I guess that must be a callback to this episode. Yeah, yeah, completely. Even though, like I say, we've these uh, treehouse ones aren't canon, but yeah, I guess you could probably argue that Homer does that every time he has a barbecue, so he's yeah. well aware of what <laughs> might what might occur. Um, this is also the first appearance of Kang and Kordos. Kordos, the indeed. Uh, the oh, Serek the preparer was the name is the name of the chef one <laughs> um but yeah they that became i think they appear in every treehouse episode um i, I will Whoa. verify that as we go along that is interesting that's a f- yeah, that would be an interesting one to check i out. did just doing a little bit of research and, and reading are, around on are you just spitting false uh trivia here no 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 without well, without doing well, your research <laughs> i am i am taking it on authority Okay, okay. But this this little bit of trivia. No, mm-hmm. well, no, not even that. What I'm saying is this is a piece of trivia I've heard. Yep. We will verify it. <laughs> we were... <laughs> okay. But Kang and Kodos, supposedly, this is their first appearance in this in this short as part of this first Treehouse episode, and they appear in every subsequent Treehouse episode, often just in the background or as a little throwaway yep. rather than being like main characters and, and main focus of the story. But they will just randomly crop up. I have a question for you. Go. Are you Kang or Kodos? Oh. Where do you fall? Where do you fall? (laughs) Well, I voted for Kodos. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what? So did I, because I prefer Kodos. And the reason being, I prefer the voice acting, which is Dan Castellano. Castellaneta. Yeah. And Kang is Harry Shearer, who's more. I think I think Kang is more I won't say the leader, but the mm-hmm. the 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 number one. And I think Kodos is the number two, really. Yeah. Um and they're from Planet Rigel Seven. Well, no, Rigel uh, Four. Sorry, it's Rigel Four in this episode. It is, but it's actually Rigel Seven normally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um their design their their design changes as well. they 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 look a bit different in this first one. They do. I mean, their um, their color changes really, mm. uh, really drastically in this one. I was between the. It might be the second episode when they crop up at uh, the Treehouse Two. 
When I also again. dreamed of being a baseball. I can't wait till we get to the, the one with the presidents, man. I can't wait. <laughs> Look forward, not backwards. Backwards. Upwards, <laughs> downwards. Not backwards. And twirling. Twirling <laughs> towards freedom. Can't wait. Can't oh, wait. Good, good stuff. Good stuff. Um... So yeah, we get we get this. Well, we what get about this. the story? What's going on with the story? Well, I was gonna get get back to the story. <laughs> so yes, the the Simpsons are having a barbecue in the back garden, and yeah, we get this we get this wonderful uh, lighter fluid gag, and then a UFO appears. <laughs> yeah, just just appears. Yeah, a UFO appears because they get straight. Like I say, it's just, they're short, so we just get straight into it. There's no um, there's no warning. A UFO appears. And essentially abducts the family. We have um, that sort of dolly zoom effect on Lisa. And she's like green and red shaded. And we have that. And I can't. I'm sure oh, the snap, the snap zoom. Yeah. 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 Yeah, sure yeah, yeah. It's a reference to something, but I can't think what. Mm -hmm. I don't know whether it's. I mean, that, that shot is used in Jaws in probably one of the biggest yes. uh, examples of it. But I'm sure there's a specific um, sci-fi, probably alien movie that uh, alien is in extraterrestrials, mm, not mm, mm. xenomorphs, um, where that gets used. But I, I, I just I, that scene just feels like it's lifted directly from something else. But I could not, yeah, completely. Um, I could not find out exactly what it was. Um, and yeah, uh, we're introduced to Kangakodos, and they are. Uh, they basically tell the Simpsons that they're taking them to Rigel Four to live forever in you know peace and harmony, and they'll have everything they want, and it's going to be amazing. Uh, and they check all their vitals, the statistics, and weigh them, and all of this sort of stuff, and then prepare several sumptuous feasts. And it's you know they won't want for anything. Everybody gets their favorite meal. Yep. And yeah, off off they go, and is it Lisa that's? She discovers skeptical? the book. Yeah, she's she skeptical over time, and then discovers the book that uh, first says how to cook humans. Yeah, and then um, one I believe with Kang or Cody, that's one of the aliens grabs it and goes, "Oh, you've got it all wrong. You've got it all wrong." Yeah. Um, oh, this, this is after once she discovered the book. Homer then has a little rant, which is great. It's like nobody. While he's eating, and it's, it's just that <laughs> it, it's better because he's eating because he's still chewing and food is coming out of his mouth. Like, nobody, nobody eats The Simpsons, <laughs> and uh, there's like, no, you've got, you've got it all wrong. There's some space dust on this book. Yeah, how to cook for humans, for humans, and then it goes back to Lisa. It's like, now, what's this? How to cook forty humans? And, oh, there's a little bit more space dust on here. How to cook. Four forty Four, humans. 40 there humans. we go. Yeah, last little back and forth um, gag. Yeah, and yeah, the Ragellians basically feel really sad and disappointed that they've they've stop uh, crying. <laughs> yeah, and this, that's where we get that. Yeah, um, and like, oh, you were force feeding us, and it's like force feeding you. I've slaved away over <laughs> all the stuff. You people are insatiable. <laughs> Um, poor, yeah, poor Serek the pro poor, Serek poor the preparer Serek. is beside himself with grief. Um, 
so yeah, they they unceremoniously are dumped back on Earth for uh, essentially being distrustful. Yeah, and it's a very simple story. It is a very simple story, and yeah, it's the, the space dust gag is probably the the big sort of standout yeah. joke in this short, yeah. um, and it it ends. I'm not a huge sort of sci-fi fan, although I do like the characters of Kang and Kordos, but sort of generally in my sort of horror and um, they've well, they've always been more the comedy aspect of it. Yeah, movie preference. Anyway, sci-fi is not really my thing, so no, I, mean, no. I, I can take a leave of UFO uh, UFO story. So this is that's why it's my weakest one. Uh, agreed. Weakest Ag- agreed. Story. Agreed. Um. And then we move on to our final, our final story of this episode, the Raven, the Raven, um, which to me, I, I say I'm not really familiar with Alan Poe's work, and mm-hmm. I remember when I first saw this episode as probably a kid, young teen, I really didn't enjoy it because of the way it was structured, the way this yeah. this story was was portrayed as as a poem. And I didn't care for poems as a kid or yeah no that's a teenager that's... i i didn't enjoy it i i was like why is homer talking like this mm. i i got the premise yeah that he was being stalked by this raven outside that was scaring him he yeah. he was he was thinking it was other other means other than a, ra- a raven just mm-hmm. but i just think i didn't get it I, I can watch it now. I can enjoy it. Yeah. But I, I, I think because of that, it didn't do anything for me. I, 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 I get that. Um, yeah, it's not, like you say, it's uh, it's not going to appeal to everybody. Um, particularly not a younger audience, I guess. No. It probably not, feels not too much like schoolwork. Um, yeah, and I'm not I'm not, I'm not familiar with Paws. I've said he's, the, the, or the, the Raven generally, apart from this, this is where... All my knowledge of the Raven comes from the Simpsons version <laughs> of it, so I'm not entirely sure what's what. But I, on the other hand, really get a kick out of hearing Homer talking in the style of the poem, particularly when okay. he's, particularly when he's doing his sort of uh, whiny, sort of scared voice, which I yep. just find kind of hilarious anyway. Um, and yeah, when he and it's I guess it's sort of what we know as like a classic Bart Hun Homer like fight scene. Yeah, yeah. But but transposed into this into this other version, so he's he's raging and throwing things at the Raven. Um that is Bart and Bart's just just yeah, re- mocking him with eat my I, shorts. I really like Bart's little look as the Raven though. <laughs> because he yeah. looks a bit like Bartman with the cow. It is Bartman. His, yeah, I, I think it, it really works for Bart, <laughs> especially with his Bart's own characteristics as well as as Bart in general, mm-hmm. being the the cheeky little ten year old that always wants to cause trouble. It, it yep. work. It works just having him as the Raven. Uh, yeah. Um, sorry, I was just just That's talking, right. reading some of the some of the lines. Um, so yeah, the the story is it, it's uh, it's the narrator um, is at home, basically sort of mourning the loss of his his love Lenore, his wife, who's played by Marge in this version. And one is... thing about that, her portrait on the wall, <laughs> the, her the hair, extra, yeah, because <laughs> her hair goes so far, they had to put another little bit on the There's top a, of her hair, <laughs> extra, extra little frame. 
Um, and then, yeah, they're, they're sort of tormented over a, a dark night with a, a raven endlessly quoting Nevermore. And, yeah, it's it's sort of, I guess, I mean, when was when was that written? The, the it's, raven itself? Yeah, it's, it's 1800s, isn't it, I think? Uh, why is why is when it was written not the top of the Wikipedia page? That... <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, why isn't it? So it's it's old, old, you know, and it's it's got that old. Um, when was the Raven written? There we go, eighteen forty-five. Eighteen forty-five. Okay. Um. So yeah, it's got that old, that old style to it, that old cadence, and it is it is a performance. As far as I can tell, like I say, I've not verified it, but as far as I can tell, it's more or less all intact. You know what I mean? There, there's the is old it little... said word for word. I, I think so. Like I say, I've not verified it, but <laughs> it feels like it is. It feels like I don't think they've changed too much, right? Um. And it's yeah, it's it's sort of a it's an old ghost story, isn't it? I guess, and it's, it's still, despite it being presented with the Simpsons, I think it's still got that feel because I don't think it doesn't feel like the language has been changed too much, um, apart from no. the little gag, um, the little line for comedy effect. Um, I think I do think the one problem with it though is is kind of how I felt of it. it it's not going to resonate very well with a younger audience. That it's probably that a little bit too niche. Yeah, I mean. I imagine Americans would have a little bit more of a... I, I, I can see this being the kind of thing that American student kids like study in school. Yeah, yeah, I, I would assume so, yeah. So, like, for an American audience, and obviously The Simpsons being an American show, they've probably got a little bit more of a, um, a working knowledge of it. Yeah. And therefore a little bit more of an appeal. But like you say, for a... For a a non-American audience or UK audience or whatever, we don't have the same, um, like just yeah, basic background knowledge of who Edgar Allan Poe was or what yeah. the Raven is. And it's, it probably is a little bit more jarring in that respect. Um, so yeah, there's probably a little bit of a cultural difference there. It'd be like if it was an English show with, uh, Shakespeare, you know, yeah, or yeah, something like yeah. that. We don't, yeah. yeah, don't necessarily have that in, but that inbuilt sort of um, knowledge of it or reference. Um, this, this story though, uh, hangs back to what I just said about the animation and art style, where there's a lot of over exaggerated, like long doors, tall mm -hmm. hallways, um, rather than crisp cut right angles. It feels very much more organic and obviously hand drawn. Yeah. I prefer, I prefer, I much prefer that art style. It's visually more pleasing. I think so. It works very well in the, the in the bad dream house as well. When the house it itself is moving and like the walls are moving mm. and the, the pattern of the wallpaper and stuff is changing, it looks more alive and more vibrant. And um, yeah, and like I say, I think it's just the it's it's the sign of the times, isn't it? And the more modern episodes are probably all drawn digitally and there's not a pen stroke out of place where in these earlier episodes you get it's you know you do have those odd little mistakes yeah yeah 
Like a door um, that's that show up. a bit wavy-davy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, wobbly lines and things. It's not a sign of bad animation or bad art. It's just a sign of more organic and natural natural um, animation. You can't hear can't me. Hear you. you can't hear me. Oh, dear. Hang on, folks. Still recording fine. Oh, no, you, you're back. Oh, that I'm back. Rude. Okay, I'm back. Don't know what happened there. Well, I was rudely interrupted. That's we're just about to cap off this episode. I was saying the way this is animated in the art style does feel more natural and organic. Um, like I said, with the wavy lines and non-straight mm-hmm. lines, it just feels another word to describe it: more natural, organic, warm, more authentic more appreciating the artist's work yeah yeah i mean that's the i suppose with i suppose most cartoons now are produced in the same way i mean even like south park isn't paper no but that's probably just right we've got an image (laughs) of a jpeg of cartman let's put him there let's put him there um so yeah, that's um, the first Treehouse of Horror, the first one. Pretty, I mean, it's pretty good to be fair. It's a pretty it, solid it's episode. Good. And it, like I say, it's the first. It's the first. The first Halloween episode. It it had been the first time seeing these characters doing something different, yeah. and yeah, I can remember. I, I generally can remember watching, like looking forward to the new mm. Treehouse of Horror mm. episodes coming up. Like, I think they're always a, a bit of a treat, always a bit oh, of a, definitely of an event. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay, let's get on to the next one. Number two. Hang on. Yeah. Treehouse of Horror, episode two. No, not episode two. Treehouse of Horror 2, season three, three. episode seven. Yes. Yeah, a little bit later on in the season, this one. Um, actual Halloween release, this one as well. Yeah. So episode uh, episode one. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say episode one. I mean Treehouse of Horror one. Um, was October twenty fifth original edit. Um, so slightly before Halloween, whereas this one was bang on Halloween. Um, I think most of them were just just around. Maybe not bang on the date, but around. I think they tried to position. Um, they, they tried to be as close to, yeah, yeah. So I mean, some of just looking at some of the later ones seem to be first week in November rather than Halloween itself. But yeah, for for certainly most of them, they they did their best to to get as close to a Halloween airing as possible. Yeah, we get the um, we get the same very similar disclaimer by Marge and same like we said earlier, same opening title crawl which happens for a fair... I don't know the exact number, but a, a, a majority of the first few Trials of Horrors where the title comes out, the graveyard, and we pan mm-hmm. through the graveyard with gags and jokes, and we yeah. end up at the Simpson house. So very similar opening to the first we one. We do. I mean, I like in that Marge's introduction, she does actually give a little call back to the last year. She does. Like, none of you listen. None of you paid any <laughs> attention last year, but this year, I'm telling you, please like, don't watch yeah. this. Um, and just another thing that we've not mentioned about the title crawl is that we get the 
the little name changes for everybody that I oh, always like. So the credits, like the yeah. producers' credits names and stuff. So it's uh, they, yeah. they they change them to like really sort of bad horror puns or Halloween related puns or Matt Groening becoming bat groaning yeah. and things like that. Just little little um, things, yeah. Which yeah, they they were always fun. They were always a fun little nod. I mean, that's something that I've always kind of liked about The Simpsons. Anyway, is the the slight little very like the couch gags and the little things that change with the the intro sequence anyway so oh, this I was mean, like a when couch gags were couch gags and not yeah. episodes in themselves <laughs> yeah. yeah what's your favorite couch gag oh um there there is a good horror related one actually that might be from a tree i don't know if it is from a treehouse episode where they run in and freddie jason yeah and uh, Leatherface, etc., all on the couch. That's a good one. That is a good one. Yeah, love that one. Um, the the wraparound, the story, the original initial story is, is a lot stronger in this one. Mm-hmm. I, I I feel um, because the second story, um, the whole point of the second story that relates to the, it relates to the wraparound happens right at the end of the second story. Mm-hmm. Which we'll get we'll get to. I'll explain probably how I, how I what I mean. But there yeah, they come home from trick or treating. Homer's at the house. Marge and the kids come home from trick or treating. We have Marge dressed as the bride, um, which I noted down. We see more of her as the bride, the bride itself <laughs> the actual, in *Bride the Frankenstein*. The movie. Um, Bart as a masked executioner. Maggie as like the I believe the she looks like the wicked witch from uh, *Wizard of Oz* mm. with a mask on, and Lisa as a totem pole. That was a really strange. I don't want to say strange, but just obscure costume. Uh, yeah, that is weird. I mean, I guess people just dress up as everything and anything, anything and everything for Halloween, don't they? Anyway, anything. Yeah, like I the mean, idea it... that it's supposed to be something scary is uh, has never really been the case. I think oh, traditionally well, you're supposed to wear a mask just to sort of hide your identity. So it, arguably yeah. it's not, it doesn't matter if it's. I mean, it's um, certainly non- not, you don't dress scary when you're uh, your late teens or early twenties at uni. Well, no, uh, you've got, um, let's say some females dressed as cats with the whiskers drawn on. <laughs> you've got guys that are there in their Jack wheels outfit, but have got maybe like, Fancy contacts in the bit of red paint coming from their yeah. eyes. Some fangs. You, you, if you're going to do it, you have to go all out. That's my, that's my rule. And, Mousy, uh, animal ears and lingerie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. Mean girls. Yeah. <laughs> Halloween uh, costume should be lingerie and some sort of animal ears. <laughs> so, fair play. Lisa went all out. Just very obscure. Uh-huh. Um, and Mark, the, the, Homer's like, do you get a good haul this year? And they start they start getting right into their, their haulage. They've got loads of sweets, loads of chocolate. And Marge be Marge. States, you eat too much, you're going to have nightmares. Yeah. And thus follows the nightmares, which are our stories for the episode. Yeah. And the first one is Lisa's, the monkey's yeah. paw. The first one is Lisa's, the monkey's paw. Um, which is based on. Oh, look, I was looking for the reference for this and I didn't actually make a note of it, stupidly. I have it here if you want. Um, go for it. It is based on a, would you believe it, a Twilight Zone episode. It's, is it? Oh, because I... Well, it's, it's 
partially based on a Twilight Zone episode called The Small Talent for War and a short story by an author called W.W. Jacob. Yes, called that's the Monkey's Paw. So, um, written in nineteen or two, yeah, or published in nineteen or two. So, um, so I, I think it's more so based on that because the the idea of the Monkey's Paw, I feel like, is quite a big, a, quite a tropey idea. I feel like it, it's been used in other media before. I think it's been. Things. I think. I think there have been not. not parodies versions i think mm. there have been uh, versions of it produced quite a lot um for various dramatizations of it radio plays like say twilight zone episodes um that no. it has it does have its own sort of identity yeah. in pop culture generally outside Not, of it sorry. in the story itself you know not even it being just a monkey's paw just cursed wishes. The concept, yeah, of yeah, cursed wishes. Um, yeah, like I say, I think that this is the origin of it, um, is, is this W.W. W. Jacobs story. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been done that many times. And um, I believe Pets... Uh, God, I'm drawing a blank on it. Stephen King. Stephen King yeah. <laughs> uh, cites it as being an influence for Pet Cemetery, which, again, is a... You okay. Know, as a sort of careful what you be careful what you wish for motif. Um, yeah, I think it's sort of grown beyond the actual just the story, and people probably know it as like that sort of wishmaster esque. Be careful I was just what you about wish to say. I thought wishmaster. Yeah, mm-hmm. cursed wishes basically. Yeah. Although the first wish, which we we'll have to get into because there's a bit of a preamble before this, the first mm-hmm. wish isn't cursed. It's not. No, not the one, I, not that we see anyway. Yeah. I hadn't clocked until I rewatched this episode mm-hmm. before. But anyway, uh, so they were on holiday to uh, holiday in Morocco. I yeah. believe it is Marrakesh, something like that. And Homer finds a very dodgy stall, sees a monkey's paw, yeah, and asks, uh, "Doesn't get any frozen yogurt with it?" No, but it's uh, very much that sort of vibe, isn't it? Yeah, and the store owner um, uh, states that you get wishes with it, but he must warn you that the wishes are cursed. Mm-hmm. It still buys it anyway. Yeah, and um, I love the, the the gag, the gag here of um, where did you get that from? It was over over there. Yeah. <gasps> and oh, there's no, wait, a little like there. dust devil tornado thing happening. Is like, oh no, over there. Oh, yeah, it was over there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you su- you you subtly hear the um, store owner. You don't see his mouth move. Bad animation. But he's <laughs> waving goodbye. But he's saying you'll be sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um. um yeah, so just and just after that we get a midnight express reference with Homer being done for smuggling and he's got loads of knickknacks and right. things. <laughs> I never got what this bit was from. It felt so out of place in the story. Um because he has to pay a fine of two American dollars for yeah. stuff he's smuggling home. So what what do you say it's from? Um it's a film called Midnight Express, which is about um a young American Amer- an American student who gets Sent to Turkish prison, trying to smuggle hashish out of the country, okay. um, which I think it's—I think it's based on a true story. Um, but yeah, there, there's a very basically there's a very famous scene where he, he gets caught, um, and it's all sort of hands up and stuff, and they yeah. lift up his shirt, and he's just got sort of all the packages and stuff taped to his body. So it's a yeah, it's a reference to that. Um, which is a film from like 1978, 
So okay. it's a, it's an old movie, but um, again, mm. probably big and popular enough to have that. You know, to to be a sort of prime candidate for ribbon in in a Simpsons episode. But yeah, yeah. it's a little. It's just a, a a little nod to another to another movie there, and obviously not a, not a horror one as well. But uh, yeah, that's that's what that is. Um, and then, but then beyond that, there is a gag. I was blown away by the next gag, which is jokes. So, so Homer wishes um, for fame and fortune. After oh, is it is it Homer that does it? Or well, it... After the um, so Maggie game. makes the first wish. Yes, for a new a new pacifier, which it like we said doesn't end up being cursed that we know of. No, Big Limo turns up and she's presented with this shiny new pacifier on a pillow. The second wish is Bart. It's Bart. And it's, we wish for the, the Simpsons to be rich and famous, basically. Rich, yeah. Where money just appears, Marge, Mar- money just appears at Marge's hair and her purse yeah. explodes and they become famous and people start to get sick of them. We're, yeah, which is outstanding. So there's just shots of them doing a Calypso record and there's this ben and there's Slur- lots of- <laughs> Lots of people commenting like, "God, they'll put their names on anything. Is there anything that they won't do? Why are they still a thing?" Yeah. And this is jokes about the Simpsons outstaying their welcome in series three yeah, of it's the mad. Simpsons. Absolutely mad. <laughs> How ironic. <laughs> Which you know, talking about the Simpsons' ability to predict the future. <laughs> They did uh, it here. They obviously Simpsons did it first. They obviously knew <laughs> knew where it was going. Um, not that I think it should end necessarily, but I know as we've as we've discussed, there's a lot more fondness for the earlier stuff I think than the later series. Um, well, yeah, <laughs> but but yeah, to be making jokes about the about outstanding welcome in the in your third series when you've got thirty two more <laughs> series to come is. <laughs> is a little bit a little bit mind blowing. Um so yeah, so that so that's the second they have the second wish. Um Oh I forgot to I forgot there was a note sorry I put down about earlier on before the wishes get made, Marge makes a great comment of there's something I don't like about that severed hand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's like, something unsavory yeah, about that. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> the the key word there, severed hand. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. So yeah, uh, they end up get, people get end up sick of the Simpsons. Um, there's the point. Is this the one where? Uh, oh no, the, the next wish is at least asks for peace on Earth. She asks for peace on Earth. Yeah. Where they end up uh, doing like a sort of hands across America. The the, the people. Yeah, all, hands all America. people of every race and creed yeah. and uh, come together and they they melt down all the weapons and. That's it. Um. It, they do it like looks a peace like symbol. Yeah, it looks like it's working. Yeah, everybody, all nations on Earth are, are living together in peace and harmony. Harmony. They've set aside the differences, and uh, we are one, one world and one people. And that opens up for Kang and Kordos to They're turn back. up again. They're back. <laughs> and as we are now defenseless, they managed to overtake with uh, fairly primitive weapons of their own and enslave humanity but they their story keeps going until 
we see Ned gets the the hand, mm-hmm. but Homer gets to the point before Ned gets the hand. Homer gets to the point of he's fed up with the the the, the poor and wants to yeah. try one last attempt at a wish. I think he wants, he wants is a, my favorite gag of the thing. Wants a turkey sandwich. He doesn't want. I, I can't remember what the um, stipulations are. He doesn't want any any. I don't want anything. any zombie turkeys. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to turn into a turkey myself. <laughs> Just um, want a normal turkey sandwich on rye bread or whatever it is. But the turkey's a little dry. <laughs> the turkey's a little dry. <laughs> <laughs> so he dumps. He dumps it. Dumps the poor because it's, yeah. it's done them no good. And um, Ned picks it up. Ned picks it up and. We get the mm-hmm. seat. We get a great scene. Oh no, no, sorry. Before this, there's um, there's a note I took down where is it Lenny? They're they're in the town square, and Lenny or someone turns to Gordon the baker and says, "Gordon, help us!" It's like, what do you want me to do? I'm a baker now. Yeah. We never see this character ever again. But no. the way they talk to him is established that he's a main character of the show. Like, mm-hmm. we should know who Gordon the Baker is <laughs> and that he will save the day. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so, when Ned gets the uh, poor, we get the quick uh, shot of Mo being chased by one of the aliens, Kang or Kodos. And then Ned's first wish is, well, I, g- I guess first wish is to get rid of those pesky aliens. Yeah. And Mo ends up chasing them with a nail in a board. He's got a board with <laughs> a nail through. <laughs> Look out. Mo saves Earth, basically. Oh, yeah. Why not? Let oh I don't know. Let's, Let's say Mo. Say Mo. <laughs> um. So that curse, Mo's curse does. Uh, sorry, Ned's curse. Ned, Ned's wish doesn't get cursed. Ned's next wish to let's say renovate the house yeah it spruce up the old home is, bed, I think is what he says does not get cursed because it turns into Cinderella's castle. Yeah. And we end with Homer wishing he had a monkey's paw. <laughs> yeah. It's great. But, you know, it's obviously... Ned, Ned Flanders' wishes aren't going to turn sour, are they? Because it's just that no. one-upmanship against Homer, which is good. Um, I wonder if the because of Ned not getting... Ned's curse is not... Ned's, Ned's wish is not being cursed. Similar to Maggie, who can do no wrong. You've yeah. kind of got the family of the Simpsons who think they all do... They do well in society. They do good with humanity, but mm-hmm. they're not the greatest family out there uh, with their no. social skills or whatnot. So maybe they've been cursed to begin with. Whereas yeah. Ned, Ned is a man of the cloth, a man of God. Yeah, yeah. So the curse um, won't affect him. No, that's pro- that's probably it, isn't it? It's. Uh, how do, oh, I mean, how does Homer describe it? Mister Squeaky Clean wants to come hang with the Dirty Dingus McGee, or whatever he <laughs> refers to himself as. Welly, welly, welly. Yeah. Um, I I do like the little um the little monologue that Kang uh, or and or Kodos has at the end of this about Ditto. how yep. the humans will will inevitably create bigger nails with boards in <laughs> in an escalating fashion until they destroy themselves with the biggest nail in the boards. <laughs> uh, a, or then, a nail a nail through a board big enough to destroy their entire world or something and then the laugh the iconic Kang Kodos elongated laugh that just keeps going to the past the point where you think they'd stop because the background music stops and they're still and that gets used quite a lot um, when yeah. they're shown um, so yeah, yeah. That's the first story so it's, it's good it's good. Um, yeah, again, it's it's a I'm guessing a reasonably 
close enough retelling of what happens yeah. in the the story. Somebody procure, procures a, a a magic dealer that's going to grant wishes, but be careful what you wish for. And yeah, we we get that with a nice Simpsons twist. There's some good gags. Um, yeah, it's a good little story. So Lisa wakes up from that. Um, scared and heads into Bart's room and wants to uh, wants to jump in sleep sleep next to Bart because she's frightened. Um, and what does what does Bart say? Bart says something to her. So Lisa obviously had a nightmare. She wants to get into. She wants to just bunk up with Bart, feel safe. Mm-hmm. And Bart's um, payment for this is he wants a candy necklace, or he oh, Lisa it. gives him a candy <laughs> necklace. <laughs> I haven't had a candy necklace in so long. They were no, great. No, um, and he eats it in one. He puts <laughs> it in his mouth it and pulls, pulls out the, string, the, out. the string out. Yeah, it's great. So she bunks up and then we get into Bart's I'm aboard. Nightmare. Bart's Nightmare, which is again another parody of a Twilight Zone episode called yes. It's a Good Life. Where do Just just before, sorry, just before yeah, we get on, into this, on. do we get title cards for the, the shorts in this episode? No, I don't. I don't think we, we do. do, do we? Because no. I, we, we certainly do in the first episode. We get bad dream no, house. We shout. get, we get. There are no title cards for the episodes in this. No, very. So good they are known as the monkey's paw, the Bart zone, and if I only had a brain, is the last one. But yeah. there's no actual on-screen representation of what the the story's called in this. Um, which I, I was sure that was the case, but then I was kind of thinking, have I just zoned out and missed it? For every single one. Yeah, good um, shout. I, I hadn't clocked that. I, I had clocked it for this one because it mm. starts with a a narration mm. of um, basically that, what's happening. Yeah, in the, this it's that world. classic Twilight Zone yeah. narration. Um, uh, yeah, so Bart has Bart is has omnipotent powers mm-hmm. and can mentally control anything, basically. And the yeah. world around him is is frightened of him and will and has to be happy. Everyone has to be positive and happy, and everyone's got like a fake smile on. And they've got that fake smile. Like, oh, I'm so upset. Yeah. Um. Even his family are terrified of him and will. I mean, everybody is basically, yeah. aren't they? Because they know that you know the slightest thing, the slightest thing that they do that may displease him. Yeah. Um. They're gonna full victim as the sports announcer uh, in the later on in the <laughs> I love, story says I love it. whenever something unexpected happens it's good that it's Bart good. did that <laughs> so this, the story itself is, is very simple like um we said the family are afraid of him but they get to a point where especially marge she's like please for me can you just stop and mm. um this is i think she gets to that point after homer has really had enough and tries to end bart yeah (laughs) Bart stops him turns him into a jack-in-the-box and yeah Marge is like please for me can you just be nice which leads to Bart and Homer spending some time together Mm -hmm. but in the meantime we get great gags like uh the crank probably one of the best I've got this written down the best crank call please I'm an ugly moron with a big butt and my butt smells and I like to kiss my own butt (laughs) it's fantastic um we've got again which probably stands out as a, one of the more one of the more for me memorable yeah. phone gags, and it's completely non-canon and ridiculous because it's it's framed within within this. It's, I'm a stupid being, moron. I'm a stupid moron. I'm a stupid moron. Yeah, 
It's great. <laughs> um, and then we've, we've also got the bit of uh, Homer's watching football, American football. Yeah. And Bart wants to watch Krusty, which we'll get to in a second. Yeah. Wants to watch Krusty. And Homer's like, not now, boy. He's not I've happy. I've got 50 books riding on this game, yeah. Bart's not happy with it. Teleports Homer to the football game, but teleports him so that he is the ball. So a field goals kick. And I just love that visual of Homer flying into the football. The ball is turning into an overweight, balding man. It's so good. <laughs> um, um, we turn Krusty on. Krusty looks like shit. Yeah. Knackered. <laughs> Red eyes, working. unshaven. Like sweaty, for, collars all undone. Working for three hundred and forty-six consecutive hours. <laughs> now let's uh, go. Let's go over to Sideshow Mel and see if he has any of those legal over-the-counter <laughs> wake-up drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And shortly after that, Homer comes. A taxi pulls Return. up, and Homer comes back in, and he's got a bandage around his head. <laughs> and there's something just inherently hilarious about Homer with a bandaged head. I yeah. don't know what it is, but just visually, it's like, it just cracks me up every time. He's got a smile <laughs> on his face, in a way. He's got like a little grin on his face as he's walking towards Bart silently, about to end him. Trying not to brain think of anything. Him. Yeah. And of course, Bart then sees him and turns him into a jack-in-the-box. And that's when he turns into a jack-in-the-box, yeah. yeah. And we and get then, that. And we get a nice little montage of him spending some yeah. quality father-son time, albeit with a jack-in-the-box. <laughs> so... But- what I said at the beginning, the whole horror of this story ends up with Bart at the end of this, back to our wraparound, waking up um, like he's had a night terror, not a nightmare, like yeah. a night terror screaming. Yeah. Because the horror part is Bart embracing his father's love. Embracing his father, yeah. <laughs> that, that's the whole horror part of it, really. <laughs> <laughs> not the point of Bart being this superpower of the world and no one can stop him. It's bart's nightmare himself itself yeah so um this it, this was parody uh, a parody of a twilight zone episode as you said yeah um which uh was called it's a good life yes that's the um and this was also parodied by an episode of johnny bravo um which I don't, I don't know if you ever watched. I don't know if you remember, but uh, yeah, Johnny Bravo was fantastic. There, do you remember the the Johnny Bravo parody of this? The Johnny he Bravo. Keeps getting, he keeps getting sent out. There's a kid with magic powers, and he keeps getting sent out to a cornfield every time uh, he upsets this kid. He's like babysitting him or something. No, I don't remember. I don't. That, I that just, sounds great. It's. It is. I mean, I remember it being great, and it's obviously stuck in my memory. And I was like, "Oh yeah," I was watching when I was rewatching this. I was like, "Oh yeah, this was the the Johnny Bravo episode," um, That's so as well. <laughs> oh, I I will need to check that out. That sounds great. Yeah, I was a big fan of Johnny Bravo. Obviously, uh, it's quite dated the concept of it. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so now we get Bart and Lisa wanting to bunk up with the parents, so they're all in the bed together. We move on to Homer's Homer's uh, nightmare, which we've kind we of do. already done on the on the show. <laughs> we have, but just before, there's just again when the kids come in and want to sleep with with mum and dad. Mm. Homer says, "Are you kids toilet trained?" Which makes me laugh. <laughs> he what? He asks them if they're toilet trained. They like, oh, yes, mum and dad yes, come yes, and sleep yes. with you. He's like, "You kids party trained." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, he does. <laughs> um. So what? What? There was obviously no title. Cruel for Again, this one. What was it called? 
no on-screen title for this one, but it was um, if I if I only had a brain, was it? Um, sorry, annoyingly, I've lost the page now. Um, do, 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 yeah, I think it was if if I only had a brain. Yeah. Which yeah. is yeah, Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Yeah, it's Frankenstein. Um. Yeah, so that this, it's at this point I noticed because I rewound it, thinking like there, there wasn't a title on screen. Um, at this point, I realised that none of them have actually have a title card of the shorts in this. Um, so yeah, Homer, not Homer, sorry, um, Mister Burns essentially has created a robot that he he wants to he, he needs a human brain to power because his human workforce are lazy essentially, and he you know they um fallible and he wants you know how he comes across bored doesn't he he just like wants to yeah. tireless he wants tireless, a tireless workforce that essentially yeah. doesn't have to pay i suppose is is what he's after so um he's he, he reveals to reveals to smithers that he's already um he reveals to Smithers that he's already built this robot, which coincidentally looks a lot like Homer. It's a big does robot indeed. version of Homer. It does indeed, yeah. <laughs> um, and they they set out to the cemetery to to get a brain. And meanwhile, Homer is working as a grave digger. I can't quite remember why now, but he's is he? Yeah, because he's in the because they they find him in what they think is an open grave, don't they? And. Uh, Homer's been working. Homer's been fired. I'm going to check that out. Yeah, he's been fired. and Because Bart is looking in the paper at the wanted ads and he's like, here's oh, a job it. for yeah. you, Dad. That's it, yeah. Lots of fresh air, chance to meet new people. Um, yeah, and ends up falling into an open grave. Or, yeah. or, or is he, he falls sleeping? Asleep. He falls asleep. He falls asleep, asleep yeah. in it. And that's where Mr. Burns and uh, uh, Smithers are out on the hunt for mm -hmm. the their, their chosen grave and they just happen to have... One open right there. Yeah. <laughs> Taking him as they're dragging him off. Homer wakes up. Smith's like, <laughs> sir, I think this man's alive. He's like, ooh, is the corpse frightening you, Smithers? And then he's beating him with a shuffle. <laughs> we, um... Naughty corpse frightening Smithers <laughs> like that. <laughs> this, 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 what happens though next to Homer back at the, the lab is kind of what I was saying right at the beginning of this episode about how they get away with so much with like violence and blood, yet it's a cartoon. Mm -hmm. To to some, it's a cartoon that would have been shown mid-even. Homer's head is cut off. The skull is cut yeah. off. We see it rattling around on the floor. We see Mr. Burns pick up the brain. Pulls the brain out. And do the business with it. Snaps the spinal column. If this was a live action, forget about it. Oh, yeah. Forget yeah. about it. I mean, even in mm. South Park... This I mean, it's quite it, it's quite graphic. Yeah, it's it is quite graphic. graphic, really. Yeah, but I do like the Mister Burns who puts it on his head. Look at me, I'm yeah. Davy Crockett. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, they, they 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 remove Homer's brain and they implant it in the robot. And essentially, we just get a big robot Homer, who the first thing he does is spy a box of donuts through yep. several several rooms away. And uh, he crashed through the walls, and it is basically just Homer, but he's a robot. So he's he's just as lazy. He's just as uh, greedy. He's he's just as work shy. 
as he as he was as a human, that, which makes perfect sense. There's no reason why he would be any different. Um, and yeah, sort of in his in his ire, in his outrage that his plan hasn't worked, um, he kicks the robot and it falls. Run, sir! Run! It, it, <laughs> but I also like that moment where they're talking about putting Homer's brain back in, and he's like, "Come on, it's 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 eleven o'clock." <laughs> he's like, "But he's right here, sir." He's like, oh. "Come on, it's time to go." Yeah, so Mister Burns gets crushed by his creation. Um, I, I wish I'd written down the little monologue of uh, Mister Burns is sort of acting out what's happening to him his body like vital organs oh closed. yeah <laughs> fluid fluid flowing into vital organs yeah vital organs shutting down yeah i can't remember exactly what he says but he has a it's a good comic book guy style of describing of what's happening um, there's, not, there's not much to this story really no 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 um he yeah we, he, we, we reveal that he wants to create a, like a robot workforce steals homer's brain puts it mm. in a robot it very quickly works out that it transpires that it's not going to work out. He takes the brain out, robot falls on him. And then the final twist is that uh, to in order to save Mr. Burns, they transplant his head onto Homer's body. Yeah. Homer wakes up and realizes that he's got Mr. Burns', Mr. Burns. <laughs> his body. So it, it's weird though, because it's, it's like, it's a, it's the night. It's Homer's nightmare that's now transitioned into real life mm-hmm. in a way. But we get that that comment from Mister Burns, his head saying, "Like, or is it a nightmare? Is yeah. this is this reality? Or is this a nightmare?" <clears throat> so, yeah. yeah, and um, is this? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This he wakes up, and um, is this when he wakes up and he's like, "Oh, I hate Halloween." I think it is, yeah. I think yeah. it is. Oh no, it's the, sorry, no, it's the end of the first one. It's the end of the first one. When he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the end of this one is the end of this one is when he's, he's Mr. Burns saying it's it's just a nightmare, or is it? Yeah. Um. So yeah, another good one. It is another. I like it. I um, think this this treehouse is is better than the first one. I think, I think it's, it's better than the first one. I'd I, I had forgotten. Um totally about the psychic bar episode oh, really? completely yeah I'd completely forgotten about that although i kind of remembered homer being a jack-in-the-box yeah um and i remember the uh the weird creature that snowball two gets turned into the, oh yeah the, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah long legs and the breathing fire it, it, yeah it, yeah basically bart decides that he wants to make the cat more interesting and turns it into this sort of weird so plain so boring this <laughs> weird chimera creature um yeah, and again, I, I, I guess I just couldn't remember any of the details. I remember seeing them, I could, you know, when I can remember thinking, oh, yeah, there's a robot Homer at some point, and I can remember thinking, oh, I've seen the monkey's paw. But I couldn't remember, like, it being all encapsulated in that same episode, so it was it was kind of like watching it fresh again. Um, I think out of all of them, I couldn't remember Hungry Other Damned from the first one. Hmm. Um, well, because it, I don't, it's not as memorable as the Raven. Even if I didn't enjoy the Raven, it's not as memorable as that one, or the, um, or even the, the the Bad Dream House. I don't think. Yeah, 
I, I seem to I seem to think that they were longer. I think if I if you'd have asked me, I'd have been like, I mean, obviously it's three short stories in in one normal length episode. Yeah. But I just my memory of them seems to think that they are longer. Um, I think. Yeah, that's fair. They, they're that's like fair. a good introduction. I think the next two. I'm just looking at the episode list now, and I think the next two are more memorable. Really? Um, yeah. Okay. Well, and, I, look, I look forward to that. And, and possibly the next four are maybe the more iconic ones. Yeah, um, I, I can imagine that. Yeah, going on. As, as we get into some uh, bigger, bigger movie parodies, as well as um, just I don't know, I just remember them mm-hmm. better. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's a good it's a good introduction. And like I said earlier, I think the Trials, knowing that there was a new Trials horror episode coming, was always like a bit of an event. Um, back when I used to watch The Simpsons like regular, regular, and tune in for every new episode. It really no, was. Knowing there was a a new Treehouse was was like oh yeah great I can't wait to see what what they're gonna do this time and what parodies they're gonna there are gonna be. Well, that's it. It, it. I think it it very much became oh what film are they gonna do this time? What film? Rather than the original content, um, what what? But then, it, but then it really became which pop culture thing are they gonna yeah. are they gonna parody or rip off? Um, which character's gonna play this famous horror icon? Which yeah, you know, which I mean they did a little bit of in some of the other ones, but I mean it's as early as ten. Just a just as a bit of a sneak preview for for upcoming ones. I mean yeah. 10 is one that I remember very well because um, I think we had randomly had a Simpsons video of a few episodes and this was on it. So that's I Know What You Did Last Summer, The Fantastic Four, which is the one with Xena in it. That's great. That, is that which the, is, a, it is a great episode, but it's I, not really a Halloween one. Is the first one you just said, I Know What You Did Last Summer, with um, Mr., uh, Ned? Ned, yeah. I guess I forgot to put the fog lights in. Can't get enough of that sugar crisp. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, deadly. Yeah, because, the, I mean, just skipping ahead massively, but the beginning of that episode is, I'm glad we escaped from those vampires. And he's like, it was worth it to rescue our sugar crisp cereal. So I know, I think I know yes. those three, like, very, very well. Cannot the third worry. one in that is the year two, is the year 2000, is the um, the Y2K one. Yeah. Um, which is obviously very of its time. Yeah. Premiering on Halloween 1999. Yeah. Everybody was assuming that the world was going to end in a couple of short months because of civilization computers. was going to collapse. Yeah. Um, oh, and yeah. then yeah, beyond that we get some. Like I said, there's a Harry Potter one, and more recently Stranger Things and stuff. So yeah, we they do they, get they, some, they become like, more reasons just the parody things. Really, the Transformers. The Harry- yeah, Transformers. Yeah. One. So there's a lot of like. There's still a good amount of horror, but there are a lot of like non-horror parodies because it's like, oh, let's do a Jumanji. There's a Jumanji one. Avatar. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Rather than rather than making the effort to do horror parodies, they just became reasons to parody something. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I I can't wait till we get to this one. Quite honestly, but episode twenty-eight. Trials of Horror 28 yeah. has a sausage party parody in it. Oh, which, no. I mean, isn't even 
like they parodied the biggest release of the year. Oh, <laughs> that's just... no, no, no. <laughs> I don't know what that's going to be. I'm looking forward to seeing it. Um, but yeah, they, they does seem to just sort of go... Oh, there's still old stuff in there as well, but it does seem to be a little bit of like... We'll do a couple of like horror films or we'll do a couple of bits and then we'll just pick the biggest franchise that's currently happening right now yeah. and we'll do that. Um, so we'll see. So, yeah. I mean, we'll see. We'll see how we go. But it's a it's a good start. And like I say, I think there are some... There are a lot of like iconic Simpsons moments in these Treehouse big episodes. Time. Big time, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I, first the first two installments, I think, surprised me more that i i think i enjoyed them more i i I didn't i was expecting to be a little bit underwhelmed by them Mm -hmm. but no they they still hold up they still really hold up as great um horror episodes of this this show um so yeah and good good halloween episodes yeah generally yeah i mean again you know it's, it's it's a bit of a staple of tv series and particularly long-running ones to have christmas a christmas episode a christmas yep. special a halloween epi- uh, you know a halloween special halloween episode um and yeah the simpsons is no exception they've done they've done several christmas themed episodes over the years they've obviously done the treehouse of horror series as their halloween episodes and they they do stick out um as being you know like i say an event good episodes yeah. something to look forward to um that you you do get with other tv series but perhaps not as iconic no I mean, you do know... get sitcoms that do try to do their halloween episodes yeah sometimes they'll but... fall off or not do them one year or mm-hmm. but... yeah but this has been like i say a consistent you know apart from the first series this has been a consistent thing for every episode so yeah, good start. It is a good start with yeah. some uh, good, good twists on on well known things. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll see. So there we go. That's Treehouse of Horror and and What are some of your favorite Treehouse of Horror episodes or episodes within stories within Treehouse of Horror? Yeah, um, let us know. Uh, you can send them on into the Dreadcast at podcast. The Dreadcast Podcast at gmail.com. Right. Not the Dreadcast <laughs> App Podcast. That one, the one Aiden said. Um, yeah, send them all in. Um, so yeah, that's Treehouse of Horror episode one and two done. When we come back next week. Next month. <laughs> yeah. Next month, we'll be looking at episode three and four and so on and so forth. Um, that's so, yeah. correct. What's that's coming up? What else is coming up? Should well, we talk about what else? Is it is. Up? And... Um, as hopefully by the time this is out, I will have posted the schedule on all the social medias where you can find all the information on the podcast, which is the underscore dreadcast on Twitter, slash X, mm-hmm. Instagram, and TikTok. So for the month of February, we will be, um, on top of what we've just done now, looking at My Bloody Valentine, the remake, not the original, the remake, My Bloody Valentine 3D from 2009. Yeah. Um, your pick for the month, Creep, the Creep. Uh, London Underground horror. Yes, not the found footage. No, um, had to specify that. Yeah. yeah, and of course, our next installment in the Monsters Universal series being the Phantom of the Opera. Yes, um, the Phantom of the Opera. So yes, yeah, a nice concoction. 
It's a good mix. It's a good uh, mix, got a good for mix February. of different things there. Yeah. So stay tuned. Stick with us for the month of February. Um, we've plenty more to come in March, April, and so on. We're, we're thinking ahead. We've got the Raven-sized coffin tombola we're still going to be working on that it's going to be coming in the next month or so more simpsons new more series more things more things in the pipeline um plenty 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 for your viewing and listening pleasure and uh yeah thank you everybody that listens does listen likes and shares and uh yeah you know feel free to get in touch via the social media pages or via the email address which once again is dreadcastpodcast at gmail.com um and you anything else I was going to find all the, this episode and we already found this episode and all past content on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts, Amazon, Podbean, and YouTube by searching The Dragcast. And I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> so until next time, guys. We, we still what do you need got? to what do you I got? don't have a, I don't Oh, have come anything. on. You had a good one last time. <laughs> Take care, everyone. Stay safe. We'll see you next time. We'll see you next time. Bye.